Man Up, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. And now, it's time to Man Up. Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. I am Joe Stopulis, and I'm excited today to have on a good friend of mine, Zach Sims, to discuss the power of the gospel, a great story of conversion and faith in Zach's life. Let's start in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God. Thrust in hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Zach Sims, a co-worker of mine at Holmes Murphy, a good friend of mine, ha- shared with me his conversion story, which I, I was completely unaware of. I knew he converted to the church, but I didn't know the details uh, and all the different things we can glean from this story. Uh, just it really, I mean, it shows me the power of the gospel and, and also the imperative, like the imperative that we have to share the gospel. I think you're going to hear this story. And you're going to say, who am I? Who needs to have the gospel shared with them? Because you're going to see the fruit that it can bear in someone's life. And you you never know. I mean, you'll never know who needs to hear the message. I just know that we are all called, as, as I mentioned a few episodes ago uh, with our focused missionaries, that we're all called to evangelize and we're all called to do it in different ways. And I think today you're going to see the fruit of responding to that call of evangelization. So stick around. We're going to do a short break. And when we do, Zach Sims will be with me on the other side to discuss the power of the gospel. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. Since 1999, Golden Rule Heating and Cooling has been supporting customers with their rules to live by. Respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service. GoldenRulePHC.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. CTOIowa.org At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio was provided by Bows and the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping. Learn more about Five Sons Naturescapes at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. fivesonsnaturescapes.com. My comes Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. Excited today to have on my good friend, Mr. Zach Sims. Zach, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joe. It's, uh, it's great to be here. You're on the Man Up show, baby. Let's go. This is awesome. The, uh, the working title is The Power of the Gospel. And I think our, our listeners will understand this soon as to why that is the case. And, you know, I, I think... Your story of conversion is one that really speaks to the power of the gospel. And, and you'd kind of come to me. I've obviously known you for how long you were in Holmes Murphy? Seven years. Seven years. So I've known you for seven years. Um, and I did not realize until a few weeks ago when you shared with me. I mean, I knew you became Catholic. I, remember, I knew all that stuff. But to me, I'm assuming you probably married a Catholic and you know, kind of just, <laughs> just did that. That's a normal. That's what they know, all say. It's a, it's a, the normal way of conversion, right? And so I'm like, oh, it's kind of the normal thing. He's a good dude. He's a nice guy. He becomes Catholic with his wife is. And then you kind of shared your story with me. It's like, no, no, there's a lot more to this. I think it's really interesting. And I thought, you know, you said to me, you know, you're involved with Catholic stuff. I thought you might want to hear this. I'm like, oh, man, that's a really good story. Would you be willing to share that in the air? And here we are. So with that in mind, uh, can you give us a bit of a background on just your overall kind of your upbringing? So, you know, 
obviously sports is involved in that. Maybe a bit about your family upbringing, how faith played or didn't play a part in that, and then we'll kind of work up towards maybe your middle 20s, you know, something like that. Yeah, no, you bet. So I'm, you know, born and raised Des Moines. I uh, grew up in West Des Moines, and, and you know, f- faith was, was something that was never talked about, really, in my, in my household. And um, I grew up. You know, I, I shouldn't say not believing in God, but never going to church and never praying. So Sunday, Sunday, you would wake up on a Sunday and just I would play video games. I played oh, basketball yeah. with my friends. So that to I, me is so foreign. Right? Like, so yeah, I, I know like, so Sunday to me has always been, even when I was in like my most sinful periods, was still like I still went to church. So it's so foreign to me that you just wake up and there's lots of people out there, people, people listening. There's lots of people who just wake up on Sunday. And don't even think like it wasn't even a thought like no. right to go to church. Yeah, okay. no, okay, never thought. No, so you know, I grew up really not not knowing God, not believing in God really. And you know, the, the crazy thing is, is is my dad came from a very Baptist and a, like a, fundamentalist. Yes, yeah. yes, and they were b- really big into church. So my dad grew up going to church, but no, like no cards kind of thing, yeah. no dancing, yep. like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah, like you know, very Baptist, and it, it was one of those things to where. He, he would talk about it um, and tell me, you know, Zach, one of these days you'll find your way. One of these days you'll, you'll find God. And, you know, he was like, but, you know, I, I want you to find what you want. So he really rebelled against this, this very strict upbringing. Essentially yeah. Is what okay. yeah. Okay. And, you know, and, and he would tell me, too, that it, it was a very important part of his life. But when he turned 18 and got out of the house, uh, he, he stopped going to church yeah. and yeah. stopped reading the Bible yeah. and. So, you know, I, I, I was kind of jealous of my friends that did go to church because I thought, you know, their, their families are awesome, right? They're, I, I, in my eyes, when I was younger, my Catholic friends, and not just Catholic, but my friends that went to church and were into their faith, they had a better family life. Really? They, were, they were super close. What age could you sense this? Uh, probably when I was 13. Okay, so you're, you're middle school, almost into high school at this point, and you kind of can sense, man, these kids have something Yep. That's going on. Okay. Yep. Cool. They have something that I don't have. Yeah. But, okay. you know, I, I was, I, I never once said, I, I need that. Yeah. Or, or, or I, dad, we should go to church. <laughs> right. Yeah. Church. I was never saying, hey, dad, we should go to church, you know, and, but, and, and my cousins went to church. So my, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. My, my dad's, my dad's sister still big, still big in her faith life, yeah, right. you know, and, and so my cousins went to church and they would always invite me and, you know, I, I never went. It was just one of those things yeah. where I didn't think I needed to go or yeah. wanted to go. Yeah. And, and so your your grandparents obviously are are, are were still devout this whole time, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then your aunt was still, but your father wasn't. Okay. Yep. So that's kind of your your family makeup at this point. Yep. And you see Christian friends and Catholic friends or whomever, and we're, you were at Valley. Where were you at school? Yeah. So I was at yeah. I was a Valley kid. What was yep. your What was your middle school out here? Asking. So still well. Still well. Okay. Yep. And so you're seeing some of these kids who are going to these places. And you're like, man, that's that's kind of neat. But yeah. Not enough to be like. Dad, we should like go to church, right? For okay. example, like on a Sunday, if we had a baseball game, yep. kids would come from church. Yeah, and I thought that was so weird. <laughs> I didn't. I, I did not understand it. I was like, "We're here to play baseball, you know? Yeah, you know, like what is going on?" And my friend's late because he was at church, and I'm like, "Wow, that is so weird to me." That is hilarious. Which is funny because to me is obviously the exact opposite. Right? I'm the guy who coming from church. I'm like, "Man, I can't believe you guys didn't go to church." That's funny. Um, so now you're you're in you're in you know, kind of formative years here at age 13. What is what's high school like? Yeah, I mean, high school. High school was, it was fun. I mean, you know, I was a jock. I was an athlete. I I thought I was a man. Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm this man walking around campus, and uh, it, it it was a lot of fun to be honest with you. Yeah. Just to kind of have 
no responsibilities mm-hmm. and to be a be a high school kid. Again, faith not even a, a blip on the radar. No, nope. right? yeah. And so that's one of the things I think is interesting about this story is like you have like you're a nice guy. Like I've always known you. You're just a, you're, yeah, you're welcome. You're nice. You're a nice human being. You're fun. People like to be around you. So all these attributes that people would associate with a with a well put together person is is there in Zach Sims. He's just a nice guy who who is into all the things and is just a, you know around the office like no one's gonna say a bad thing about Zach because he's a good dude, right? So um, you have all this going, and obviously, you're, what, what sports are you playing? Was it football and baseball? Football, baseball, okay. and track. Okay. Yeah, kind of doing it all. Um, and then after that, you go to college. Where do you go? Indian Hills Community College for two years to play baseball. Okay, so you keep the baseball thing going. So baseball is obviously a pretty big part of your what, what position? Very important. Outfield. This, this outfield. is very important for the Catholic radio show to know he played outfield. <laughs> <laughs> that's, an, that's an integral part of this interview. So you do that for two years, and then what happens? I went to Grandview yeah. and graduated from Grandview, okay. uh, played baseball. So, again, kept the baseball thing going. Mm-hmm. And so when you're doing this, you know, at no point, so I mean, you're, you're still meant. Everything's great, right? Your every life is still great. Yep. There's no downs, right? Yep. Everything's nope. good. It's all up. Nope. No downs. Okay. Everything's great. Yep. Okay. Until yeah, everything's great. Well, I don't know. So I mean, at this point, God is not even in the picture. Right. There's no need to have God because you are Zach Sims. You got this whole thing taken care of. Okay. Fast forward a little bit. Now, what's the next major milestone in your? Life? Yeah. So you know the 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 toughest part for me in my life is I lost my father. Uh, when I was 21 years old. So you're at Grandview at this point? At Grandview, okay. yep. And, you know, it's weird because I, I had this vision of playing at Indian Hills Community College, going south, getting away from family. And for whatever reason, you know, I kept coming back to Grandview. And um, I I liked the coaches. I liked being close to home. I liked being around my family. So, you know, I decided to stay close and go to Grandview. And then uh, three months into the year, my my dad dies of a heart attack. Like pretty unexpectedly. Yes. Yes. Yep. So, you know, it, I was, I was kind of in, I was kind of in shock, you know, it, it, it kind of, it, it hits you really hard when that happens. Mm-hmm. And, but again, I was still, I was still this man and I, and I needed to be, I needed to be a man because, you know, when, when time gets tough, it's, you get through it, yeah. you know? So that, that was my first real milestone of, of, after you know college life, so how how does your faith at the time, which is obviously not a lot, what what, what is even going through your head at this point? Yeah, to be honest with you, I didn't believe in God. Okay. I, I I thought to myself, there is no way that God is real. You know, God God wouldn't do this to me. And you know, I I lost a brother too at a young age. Okay. My brother was uh, born and he had a reaction and he was mentally and physically handicapped. Mm-hmm. So that took a toll on our on our family because there was no family vacations because he had to be watched a, t- a ton and you know one thing that he had is he had really bad seizures. So I just remember watching my brother have seizures and thinking to myself again, G- God wouldn't put my brother through this. Yeah. He wouldn't put my family through this. And then now when my when my dad dies, it all goes out the window. Yeah, I'm like there is no God. So you're 21 years old. Your dad your dad has passed. And you're just—is your aunt talking to you at this point? Is there, is there anyone reaching out to you at all from a faith perspective, or you're kind of just on your own? No, you know. So I, I mean, uh, my girlfriend at the time and and her family—they're they're Catholic. They is, were. Is this your future wife, by the way? Yes. Okay, we're talking about Haley. Okay. Yeah, talking about Haley, my wife. Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure. Okay. She's a saint. You know, we were. Her, her family was was again. They they were trying to they were trying to talk to me about stuff, but I would just block everything out. Yeah. You know, my my grandpa um, at the time, kind of tried to step in and, and, and talk about faith. You know, when I go back to my dad would always tell me, I want you to find your way and you will find your way. Well, 
ironically enough, six months before he passed, we were having a conversation and he goes, my biggest regret in life is not helping you find God. Mm. Wow. That's a powerful conversation, especially in light of right man. And I'm sitting there being like, whoa, this is never what the tone you had, yeah. you know, this is never what we talked about. Yeah. And then he, and then he dies. So he planted a seed. Unbeknownst yeah. to him, what was going to happen? That's crazy, man. That's crazy. So we planted a seed that, you know, my biggest regret is that I didn't help you find God. Mm. So I'm sitting here and... Had you, did you think about that at all during those six months before he died? But on the, or is it only after he died? Like, man, I can't, like, how did that... I, I, I never thought of it. Yeah. I just thought he was, you know, I didn't know what he was talking yeah, about. one ear out the other way. That's, and he was uh, kind of getting emotional about it, you know, and I'm, I'm just sitting there being like, this is never the tone he's ever had. Yeah. So I played I, lots of video games, Dad. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but okay, noted. I'll yeah. put that in the back of my head. And then, no, after he dies, I, it was more frustration and anger. Mm-hmm. I was just so upset. And, but again, you know, I had so many distractions. I was, I was playing baseball. I met some great guys at Grandview. Had great coaches, you know, so like I, I, again, in my eyes, I had to be a man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your, your, your dad dies. Time to be a man. Yep. Pick so that was the mindset I took. Yep. So, uh, the next major milestone after that is that your grandfather? What's yeah, the next thing? Yeah. So my grandfather, yep. uh, passed as well. And how many, a year? I think it was like six months, six, six to eight months. months. Man, oh man. Yeah. And right before he passed, he was trying to get me to, Get again to God, yeah. allow God, you know, allow yeah. Jesus into my heart in any way, shape, or form. Any way, shape, yeah. or form. Yep. And so that was fairly unexpected, probably less unexpected, I imagine. He's, I don't know how old your grandpa was, but yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was it was very unexpected. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So now, in the course of six months, you've lost your dad and your grandfather, um, and so now, are you even further away from God at this point? Where, where yeah. is this leading to? L- literally, yeah, so, so far. You're away. 22 years old. 22 years old. Okay. So. Now, all of a sudden, you're on your own as a man. You've lost your dad and your grandfather, and you have no faith. Yep. And now you're on a Catholic radio show. So something happened between <laughs> something, something, I can't something believe happened I'm between 22 and how, what were you, 29? How 29. 29, okay. Yep. Something happened. All yep. right. Walk us through those seven years. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was very lucky to find an internship at Holmes Murphy. And so I started working at Holmes Murphy, so full time, and uh, things are going great. I'm, I'm happy. I'm a man, you know, don't still not thinking about God and still really don't believe in God. Mm -hmm. Well, life can get hard. And I started to get horrible anxiety, horrible depression. You know, like every time I would do anything, I would think something really bad was going to happen. Yeah. And you got to keep in mind, guys, it's really hard to describe. Like he's, you're such a happy, go lucky guy. That's like, just think that this was going on. Cause obviously I knew you at this time, but I never would have guessed because you're just this, you know, always have a smile on your face and you're always out to chat and having a good time. So, like, you would never expect that to be the case, right? Yeah, it was weird because I, I, I mean, I put on a really good show, I felt like. Oh, like, yeah. deep down, I was I was in a really bad spot yeah, yeah. deep down. But now, all of a sudden, for the first time in your life, like, you can't control everything, right? So, before that, you had you were you know, dead and your grandfather and you had sports and you had all these things you could easily hang your head on. Now, all of a sudden, like, you're in, you've lost all that and you're in this working world, which is kind of doggy dog. It's pretty tough. And all of a sudden, everything's not perfect. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it kind of took me one day I was talking with my wife, Haley, and I just I kind of broke down. You know, I was like, I can't I can't keep doing this. I can't, you know, just go get a workout in and and, and get away from I I need something. You know, how old are you this time? I was 23 
24 when it really started to get yep. bad. Okay. Like okay. bad. Okay. And her advice to you is is what? Or how, how do you start getting out of this funk? You know, she, just she was super supportive. How can I help you? Huh. Like, you know, have, have you have you tried have you have tried church? <laughs> and I laughed at her like, yeah. no, no, I'm good. That's yeah. not that's not what yeah. I was yeah. talking wrong about. Answer, yeah, wrong answer. Yeah, wrong answer. I don't need that. Yeah. That wasn't what I. That's yeah. not what I'm thinking. Yeah. So how did you find? How did you come to this? Yeah. So it's it, it's crazy. Um, you know, one of my best friends now, Ty Flood, uh, guest in the show. Yeah, love so Ty Flood. Ty's great. Ty's one of those guys that. You know, God puts people in your life for a reason. Well, Ty started working, same place I worked. Holmes Murphy, Murphy, and I was so mad when Ty got the job. (laughs) I was so (laughs) mad when Ty got the job. I'm like, of course, here comes Ty Flood and... You know, and everyone. Did you have competitors? He's Dowling. Dowling Valley. Valley yeah, he, all that. Yeah. He used to wear a neck roll on the football field. Oh, he's a neck roll guy. Yeah, okay. he's one of those guys. Oh, okay. And I'm like, had the crop top, the, the short where it shows his belly button too. The whole yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like, it's like, what are you <laughs> yeah. doing here? And, you know, I was so mad at first. And I was so just, again, just mad at well, the also, you're also You're also like competing against a guy too. So now you got another guy who's yeah. going to come in the office, compete against you. I get it. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I, I was like, what is he doing here? But, you know, the, the best thing about that was is, is Ty would stay late and I would stay late from mm-hmm. work and, we would talk, yeah. and uh, I, I I remember every Friday Ty would be like, "Hey, what's your plan for the weekend?" And I'd be like, "Nothing." And <laughs> drinking, <laughs> yeah. uh, nothing really. Why? What's your plan? He's like, "Oh, you know, we're going to mass on Sunday." Wait, do you, do you go to church? And I was like, "Ty, no, I I don't like you know don't really want to talk yeah. about it." And he's like, "Oh, no, understood." You know, and then he just kept asking me, "What are you doing on Sunday?" Uh, nothing. Well, do you want to go to want to go to church with me? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't want to go to church with you, Ty. But thanks for the invite. Yeah. You know, so that that's kind of what started it. Is Ty starts playing the seed about church. Mm-hmm. Well, crazy enough, my wife and I bought a house by St. Francis mm-hmm. and by Church of Hope. We move our headquarters out to Waukee, mm-hmm. and I drive down Ashworth every single day to get to work. And I look to my right. There's St. Francis. I look to my left. There's hope. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anything of it. And I'm like driving and not looking to my right because I don't want to look at a church. But I, I, I was struggling. Like I needed something or someone to help me get better, mm-hmm. you know. So how many, how many years or months did you drive by this church every single day before you're finally like, I got to do something? A year and a half. year and a half. Every yeah, day. Every day. Twice, twice, twice a day, a day. Twice a day every sometimes day. more, yeah. you know, I would yeah. drive by all the time and I, and Haley was being super supportive and Haley was being like, Hey, you know, we can go to hope. If you ever want to go to hope, we can go to hope. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I no, no, I don't want to, I don't want to go to hope. And then I remember I went to a uh, Catholic wedding with my wife's family in Peoria, Illinois. I sweat the entire <laughs> time. It was all in Latin <laughs> and I left so uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm just not meant for this. It's <laughs> not for me. I'm just not meant for church. That's you so know, funny. like, I don't know what's going on. So then what happened between then and you? Obviously, eventually you convert. There's something that has to yeah, happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, one day, I, one day, this sounds so cheesy that I'm saying this, but one day I'm driving by. And again, I looked up to Ty. No. Ty's a, Ty's a great guy. Ty's a great man. And yeah. he is. He I look was, up to Ty and he's like, ten, you know, five, <laughs> seven years younger than the young. And, you know, Ty, I, I thought at the time Ty was on, I was on fire with his faith. Yeah. And. I wanted that, you yeah. know, I wanted to be, I wanted to be a great husband. Yeah. I wanted to do all that. And I, and I believe that Ty would tell you that the Catholic faith is, has helped him with everything. So 
I, I drive by and I kind of just pull into St. Francis and I'm like, okay, this is weird. I'm kind of feeling like a calling here. So I drive back to work and I tell Ty, I'm like, hey, Ty, would you be willing to get lunch with me? I want to ask you some questions about becoming Catholic. And he goes, huh, ironically enough, my brother Reed, Flood, Father Reed. Now. Father Reed. Father Reed, yes. Love Father Reed. Was like, and Ty was like, Father Reed's going to be in town. He's way better answering some of these questions than what I'll be. Would you be willing to get lunch with the three of us? And I thought to myself, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, I'd never met Reed. Again, this is a super uncomfortable conversation for me yeah. to have. But, yeah, I, I, I would love to do that. And, you know, we're at lunch, and some, there's one thing that Reed said that I'll never forget to this day, and it's really what kind of did it for me. He said, being a strong Catholic is manly. It is so manly being Catholic. And he stopped and he looked at me. And I'm like, here I am saying, I don't need church because I'm a man. And he says that. And I think to myself, wow. Okay. Understood. You know, and, he, and, he, and it comes from him, yeah, and from Ty, who are true men. I mean, they are they are good men. You know, it it speaks, right? right. I mean, they they by their actions, they they could speak to that exact thing, that longing in your heart to be a man, and all of a sudden, boom! Because of who they are, they have this area which with with which they can speak to you and bring you in. We are up against a break. I'm gonna, you're sticking around. Okay. Uh, all right, we're going to try to get this all in. Uh, by the end of the, the next segment. We'll see if we can do it. We're going to we're gonna head to a short break. When we return, we're going to continue this conversation uh, with Zach Sims on, on the power of the gospel. Is the Eucharist really Jesus or merely a symbol? Find out as Catholic convert and apologist Steve Ray presents Defending the Eucharist. You are what you eat. Friday evening, April 8th at Holy Spirit Parish in Creston. Catholic convert and apologist Steve Ray will unpack the biblical and historical basis for this crucial teaching, helping you understand and defend the Blessed Sacrament. That's Friday, April 8th, 6 p.m. at Holy Spirit Parish in Creston. Free will offering accepted. Visit iowacatholicradio.com to register. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Knights of Columbus Borman and Pfeiffer Agencies, serving the Catholic families in Iowa. The Knights of Columbus is a fraternal benefit society providing financial security to members and their families, specializing in life insurance, long-term care insurance, disability income insurance, and retirement annuities. And you can reach Knights of Columbus Field Agent Rob Ryan at 563-689-6801. That's 563-689-6801. Thank you, and God bless. My Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. Zach Sims with us for another three minutes here. So, long story. I'll do the summation and we'll, we'll finish it up. Obviously, you had no faith, zero faith at all. Your life, everything was great, and then it starts to kind of fall apart a little bit. Uh, you're not in control as much in your 20s. Uh, you meet Father Reed Flood and, and uh, Ty Flood over lunch. And you understand for the first time that to be a true man, being a Catholic man is actually extraordinarily manly. And that inspires you to say, you know what, for the first time, like, maybe this faith thing is, is for yeah, real. I'm doing this. So is it immediate? Do you go into RCA? I mean, how quickly do you decide, I need to I need to look into this? Yeah. So I I, I thought about it for a week. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling called, you know, I'm feeling called to do this. So 
you know, my wife encourages me to, to reach out to Faye Akers yep. and, and great woman. Ty, yo, great Faye woman. was awesome. Great woman. Ty helped me with that. And then, you know, I, I, I get baptized and I joined the Catholic church and it, it, the baptism was one of the best days of my life. And it was such an incredible, the thought of that yep. when I was younger made me cringe. It was one of the best days of my life. So it's, by the way, I got a quick side. It was so fun watching you come in. Cause like, we're just trying to tell you who like Abraham is like, who's Abraham. Like it, it was so interesting to me cause I grew up immersed in this stuff and you didn't know Anything. I mean, literally none of the things. And so I, had, we, it was, it, it was cool for us to be like, this is so fun because you're so excited, and we're starting with a blank slate and all this stuff. Okay. So now, again, the, I, I like this idea of the power of the gospel. You did not know the gospel. Now you know the gospel. And what difference has that made in your life? It is made. So I, life is always tough, but I know that I'm here for a reason. I know God did all this stuff in my life for a reason, and I have never felt better about, about myself, about, you know, no anxiety, very little, no, no depression. It's changed my life completely to where, you know, I, I look forward to Sundays. <laughs> I never would have thought that Joe, but I look, I look forward to Sundays and I look forward to the community mm-hmm. and I look forward to the people. And now the, all those things you saw, you know, in, when you were 13, you saw that other people had, now you, you have that. Yeah. Right? I mean, now you understand, man, there was something real that they had, you know, palpable, love and community that that exists and you're you're experiencing that right. today so the reason i think this is such a great story and i, I mean there's, we could go into way when you first told us me like 40 minutes we yeah went, we went really long <laughs> and we only have 20 in the show and i think that one of the most powerful things is the gospel was was given to you so from an evangelization standpoint we're all called to evangelize discuss that with uh, the few episodes ago with um, the focus missionaries how we need to plant seeds tide continued to work on you on a one-on-one basis and never never forced it upon you. But by the way he lived his life was an authentic witness to the gospel in a joyful and attractive way. And now the difference in your life is night and day. And your life is better because of that. We have 20 seconds. Anything you want to add on top of that? Or are you good? No, I, okay. you know, I just, you know, nope. And go, hey, I appreciate you joining us today. I appreciate you sharing your story. Obviously, it's a, it's a very powerful story. Um, and I think it's something we can all learn from uh, in your seat and in Ty's seat, right? So we can learn from what it's like to receive the evangelization and also what it's like to be the evangelizer. And it's that, that slow, steady witness of the gospel. And I think your story does a wonderful job of showing the power of the gospel. So, Zach, thanks so much for joining me, brother. Thanks for having me. Appreciate thanks for it. joining me today on Man Up on IO Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stopulus. It's time to man up. Man Up, inspiring men to live out their call to holiness. 